Hey, 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 good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. This is Three Men and a Baby Mike coming to you live from all over the world. We got some people here from Maryland. We got some people from San Antonio. We got some people from Indiana. I mean, we're just spread all over, spreading the love, spreading our seed all over this country, man. That's what we do here as Americans on TMBM. Nothing but God, guns, and country, right? Hey, man, boy. <laughs> so I'm Jake the Snake or Jacob, whatever you want to call me, Steve-O, you know, whatever fits your fancy. And uh, we just want to thank you all for joining us today, either in your car, on your headphones, at work, whatever it be. We just hope that today's episode can bring you a little bit of cheer, a little bit of happiness, a little bit of insight, and maybe just make you laugh. But I can't do it all alone, guys. I can't. I need some homies with me. I need some bro code. And that's how all this whole thing started was a bro code. Three good friends got together on a platform called Marco Polo. I'm going to plug it. And uh, we started hanging out, video messaging, and we're like, hey, one day we're like, man, we got some funny conversation. Let's put this on a podcast. And here we are. So let's start with the stop shirt. Who do we got down here wearing? Just tell me to stop everything. Stop. In the name. All right. I'm not going to sing because y'all don't want that. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it says stop. And then the tall short sword guy right here and expose home. So. <laughs> We we uh, stop people uh, from going in foreclosure, which we've been doing a lot of lately. So uh, this is where the shirt came from. So we're going to be teaching classes all over Texas here shortly through KW offices. So excited about that. But, yep, it's your boy Busty Bogsy today. I am. I saw that. I'm, I'm Busty, Busty Bogsy. I, I didn't change mine. You didn't change it. I know. I was like, I'm at my fattest I've ever been. I had real man titties going on. And I'm going to be working the gym here this next couple of weeks because LJ and I are gonna be on the beach together, so I gotta make sure I look good with my boy. You know what I mean? So yeah, at least one uh, of us will look good. Justin Bond <laughs> said no singing. He said no singing. Oh shit, Justin's on there. Oh snap. Yeah. All right. Well, you hear the other guy, my arch enemy when it comes to NFL. Uh, <laughs> what's your name over there, good sir? Hey, it's LJ. Uh, how's everybody doing? I love the intro today. I think you've been practicing for a little bit hey, in front of a mirror. What's up with that? I, I, you know, right? I, I know. I, I like your intros, man. So I, I'm going to tell you though, I didn't write it down. I was kind of free flowing it. So you know what? You have well one worse. of the best intros that we have. So yeah. I definitely had a couple of writing points right here on my computer to look at, but I um I was kind of free flowing it. But I like I like your intros, man. It's always good, and it's I mean, you know, it's good to go back to the beginning. Let people know why we're here, right? Right. So, all right. Absolutely. So, your name is what again? Sorry. It's LJ. Everybody That's knows. Right. Come LJ. on. All right. So, yeah. just like every podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we start this off with a little bit roundtable of what we're sipping on. So, I'm going to go ahead and go first. Guys, I got fantastic news. Fantastic mm. news. Can't wait praise, to hear it. Praise be, whatever it may be. I found my cup. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So apparently I dropped it outside of my friend's house the other day when I was leaving two weeks ago and they've had it and didn't forget to tell me about it. I was at his house um, Friday night having beers and we ended up playing with Bogsy that night, Thursday night. And so, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, by the way, I got your cup. I was like, oh, my God. I thought That I was the night, too? Wow. Uh, yeah, I got it that night. night, dude. I forgot to tell you. So I got my cup. Yeah. Of course, I'm sipping on some rum and coke, man. So that's I love cool. it. Oh, um, LJ, what you got tonight, brother? I'm the, looks like I'm the no tumbler, bro. But I got the champagne of beers. Miller High Life. Oh, Miller High Life. Okay, okay. Living the high life. That's <laughs> the champagne of beers. I champagne. Love it, it says it. It literally says it on there, right? It doesn't really. 
I did not know that. Okay. All right, Bugsy, what we got, Busty Bugs? All right, here we go. (laughs) All right, so so my neighbors came over last night. Some of them did because uh, some of them canceled. But uh, my neighbor, Nick, uh, great buddy of mine, he came up with this tropical punch that he made that was green. I just called mine Ecto Cooler because it looks like ectoplasma from when you were Ghostbusters, right? So it's a mix of Zaya rum, Midori, uh, lemon, uh, melon liqueur, uh, pineapple juice, lime juice, and a little bit of Sprite. Hot dog. Okay. And it's good. Yeah, it's good. So it looks you like should, shit, but it's good. You should be a part-time mixologist. I'm just saying. Bro, yeah. I enjoy that shit. I, you know, yeah. it's funny. One of my other neighbors, Gabby, she's like, you are the only person I know in my life that can drink one drink and then move to a whole separate drink. Like you can mix all night long and no problems. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm just like trying new shit. So actually I did tell her, I said, well, since I'm only married to one woman, I can't try more women. I have to have variety in some fashion. And yeah. that didn't go out so well. Cause Norma was right there and she, she quickly shut that down. So I was, it was a joke, but yeah. She said, I'd be more than happy to stick to one drink. Maybe I can start changing other things in and out. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I was trying to say. Like, get off my drinks. So anyway. Oh, so, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, only down here from here, I guess. Oh, yeah. All right, on. boys. All right. Well, just like every episode, I got the fun fact for today. So I want to first rep my Texans. Whoop. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm happy they want to, dude. I think CJ's the future. All right, and that's why uh, my arch enemy over there is booing me because he's an Indianapolis Colts fan. Uh, you know what? The secondary Bengals. There was a heated game that was very good. Um, uh-huh. I talk about good football. That was it right there, man. All the way around, and oh. your team forced my QB to throw his second interception of the season. So my wow. rookie QB has two. Um, interceptions up to this point, and I think uh, what was y'all's DJ game? Stroud? He had two yes. tonight. Two, yeah, two. Well, he had he had one tonight. Oh, I thought uh, Burroughs had, had two interceptions. Yeah, Burroughs had two tonight. Yeah, and that makes he has seven for the season. So yeah, yeah. Just think about that. And that guy is uh, well, like, well, no, he's not rookie anymore. It's his third season. So let that be known. So he's one uh, of the best in the league right now. He is. He he he. They have been putting up good numbers. Um, I think they went. Up to this, they were in a five-game winning streak, and of course, my Texas wow. team had to shut it down. Mm-hmm. So, wow, there you go. So, yeah, yeah I had to rep that. But talking about football, boys, I know some of us are more into it than others. But hey, it's American classic, right? So, something I I thought was funny, I heard on the radio or watching a, a broadcast today. I always wondered that why they call it a touchdown. Do you know why they call it a touchdown? Because uh, you don't actually touch the ball to the floor, right? You know, right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anybody know why they call it a touchdown? That's a good one, bro. This is a good one. I do not know this. Yeah. I know. I'm okay. going to be curious well, to know. Let me razzle down to you with some information. So, obviously, there's a lot of similarities between rugby and football, right? And I say in football, I mean American football. Um, so, American football kicked off in the 1870s, early 70s, 75. Okay. And adopted a lot of the same rules from rugby from the get-go. And in rugby, you have to touch the ball to the ground in the end zone. And so when football or NFL initial, what well, that was in NFL back then, when they initially adopted the game, for the first 10 years, you had to actually, when you got past the goal line, you had to touch the ball to the floor. Well, it wasn't until 1889 when they got rid of that. And at that point, all I had to do was cross the plane, but they stuck with the word touchdown. And that's why we call it touchdown, because back in the day, you used to have to touch the ball to the floor. To the floor. Nice. Yeah. So right. that's my fun fact. I was like, wow, that blew me away. I heard that today oh. on the NFL Red Zone, and I was like, yeah, get out of town. That's, uh, 
I'm like, that'd be perfect, man. And what's funny is the older I get, the closer my balls do touch the floor. So, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> right? Right? I mean, that's so it works. Right? You're tall. God. No, I know. <laughs> I got to wind them bitches back up, guys. Crazy. This scrotum looks I'm fucking sorry, weird. Man. Put those on a retractable reel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like one of uh, dog leashes. <laughs> hey, all right. I know Steve ain't going to say anything, but I want to say something because if you see my hat here, it's a hooey hat. Uh, I want to throw all the a shout out to the veterans because this is a veterans day this weekend, right? Um, yeah. And yeah. So that was a huge one. So Steve, thank you for your service. I know we, we already thanked you uh, earlier since veterans day was officially yesterday, even though the kids had off. Uh, yeah. And then the Marines, the Marine Corps birthday was Friday, which is really cool. Right. So what a packed weekend this has been for our service members and, and, and that was really neat. So anyway, I just want to wrap that out and, and say thank you guys for all your all you, all you do for our country. So, Amen, brother. Veterans. I think of yeah, Veterans Day is very important just to, to thank those ones that are still serving. But I let's I want to I want to make a public service now that Memorial Day, even though we're all barbecuing and having a good mm-hmm. time, that is the day to mourn yeah. the ones that have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Where Veterans Day is the day that you really truly thank the ones that are still serving or have served that are still alive. Yep. Um, so that one's always a big thing, but no better way to celebrate our country than having beers with some friends and feeling free. So that's why, and I've had some people like, oh, Memorial Day, everybody just gets hammered and has barbecues. And it's like, yeah, man, but that's what people fight for, the freedom. You know, like yeah. that's what that's what that's what that is, our freedom. So um, that's my thoughts on that. So, but yes, happy Veterans Day to all my my fellow vets out there, Army, Navy, Air Force, Space Force these days, I guess, you know, even Coast Guard. Hey, yeah, yeah, they're there. Um, I, I appreciate it. it you know, less than 1% sign up for, to be in the military. So, and that's including reserves and National Guard and active duty. You know what they just did too, which pisses me off, and I shit you not, they just increased the age limit to 42 now. They are hurting bad for recruitment, man. Um, we just got an email recently in the Army asking, saying that if we refer anybody, we get a $600 pay bonus. You refer me. I'm, so, I'm a year old, though. <laughs> Too so, old. Um, yeah, the Army has a new initiative that they're they're launching for people to come in. So. 42 next year. Hey, man, it's not too late, bro. Dude. It's not too late, dude. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're I wouldn't pass the physical. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a hard part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, that's all I got. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to pass it on to our main topic for today, and I'm starting my timer. How long do you think we've probably been going now? Oh, gosh. You uh, just now started it? Five minutes? I'm going to say five yeah. minutes. All right. So we're going to give it a five minute. There's no way for me to tell. So I'm going to say five minutes. There All go. right. Well, Bonzi, you're the main topic. Serenaders, man. What you got, brother? Yeah. So our, our we like to usually stick to a common theme for our podcast, right? Tonight, I, I, I told my boys, you know what? We started this to have fun, make it lively and educational at the same time. And sometimes the pressure's on us to figure out because we love to hear from you guys, right? We'd love to hear from our listeners. And sometimes, and we really haven't. Uh, but we, we're, because we know we've got a lot. We, we just saw our listener, uh, level spike beyond levels we've never seen in the last couple of weeks. So we're really excited about that. But tonight, there's one thing I wanted to talk about. Um, first, and it's the real estate update, right? Um, oh, wow. Okay. It is, we're over 10 minutes in. So there you go. All right. So we're, Sam, I'm always off for my time. Uh, let me, I know we're all in three different markets and LJ and I were talking earlier about real estate and all this kind of stuff. And from what I've seen since I've been in it since Oh five, really uh, guys, we're all in a whole different market. We've never, we've ever been before. Now all the big banks across the country right now, well, Wells Fargo just came out and said this 
Um, so I don't say all of the big banks, but a couple of them are following see with Wells Fargo said, we are in a recession in the real estate game the way we were in the 1980s. So if anybody remembers the late 1980s where interest rates spiked almost 19%, do you guys believe that shit? No, I don't because I wasn't you, born yet, but I believe yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, Damn, that's yeah. Right. my you parents bought a house cash. around that time. And yeah, they were, yeah, I, I believe that. Right. They were saying. 19%. So they're saying this recession obviously is a lot more like the 1980s versus the 2008 crash. Um, and I would have to agree with them from what I've seen because we do a lot, deal with a lot with, uh, you know, homeowners that are losing their homes. We see the foreclosures. I track the foreclosure numbers, stuff like that. It's just this, the the demand for buyers out there has uh, really gone way down, right? So the demand is way down. Everybody's sort of having that hangover now, like, oh, man, you, interest rates used to, used to be 4% just a year ago, and now they're up to 8 right? They were close to 8 and then they just dropped a little bit now that the Fed's decided they were going to raise any more rates for the, for the rest of the year. Um, so, yeah, if you are in a position, if you're a seller right now, and LJ was saying this too, this isn't really the seller's market that you were just hearing about six, seven months ago, right? So the values, it's not like the values have dropped and now we're seeing a crazy drop in values. What we're seeing is a slower tick up of inventory and a less demand of buyers. And we're all just trying to figure out this interest rate thing. So what? So, so in layman's term, what you're saying is that there's more houses to sell and not enough people to buy them. Correct. Right? Okay. Correct. I just want yes. to make sure I was I'll comprehend what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot more motivated homes. to buy now because of interest rate. Well, and, and not motivated to buy. LJ, they're not. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, you're right. Not motivated to buy. They're all trying to sit the sidelines, but that's the problem. You still have life happens, right? So what's going on is we have because we've got a lot of sellers right now that actually have to sell. So in order for us to sell and get it sold in the very little numbers of homes that are selling, you have to price it really right. You have to really condition the home and you can't use a realtor that's not proactive and going to do all that and going to just throw it out there to see what you get. That's what we're seeing a lot. And we're seeing a lot of homes just stagnant. Like we've got one in the neighborhood. All of us neighbors talk about it because like, oh, that house is still on the market. It's been eight months, you know. Oh, now they just put it as a lease. Oh, and now they're trying to rent it. And they've dropped like $70,000, $80,000 from the original asking price when it should have never been in there in the first place. So, yeah, what, you have a question what, on that? Yeah. What does condition a home mean? Oh, you condition a home. Condition yeah. a home. Yeah, condition. You're so washing it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, conditioner. You're making it look good, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what I'm taking it at. Yeah, your shampoo so, and you get the conditioner. Yeah, yeah, and putting some nice little, nice looking ladies out in the front. Yeah, yeah. Pussycat Look smell out of the, the house. The, the sex smell out of the bedroom, stuff like that. Yeah, get that out of there. Well, I mean, some of them might like that in there, so keep that in. You know, hey, you know what? That could sell some bikini ladies that come and hot wash right. your house, pressure wash your driveway and stuff. I mean, this is idea to talk later, guys. Let's think about this. We could make gosh, some money. Our, our Women very, wearing very little will help sell pretty much anything. You know, and this is coming from a, a father of two girls. Like, so, see, I oh, gotta be careful. For reminding because, me, man. Now it's like an asshole, dude. Well, I'm just like, I would suggest that. And I know my girls on my team would probably be like, uh, no, Josh, no. Uh, but I'm like, hey, it sells, right? Yes. So, I mean, look at, you look. know what? 
Yeah, sex sells. I hate to say it. It does, though, man. It does. But carry on. Sorry. Go ahead. So the real estate business. (laughs) So anyway, with all my real estate, you know, three minute update, five minute update, whatever. It's just that right now we are waiting for interest rates to drop. And I'm getting really sick of all these realtors like, oh, well, so-and-so said we're going to be in fives here soon. And -and so-and-so said this. Nobody freaking knows, right? We're all just throwing out ideas. But I would just say right now, if you're on the fence of buying, you shouldn't be because we're seeing some of our buyers get hell of a deals. Like all their closing costs paid for, even uh, money to pay down their rate. So now they're at like a four and a half, five percent rate because sellers are just willing to get rid of it to, to, you know, to give that to get rid of the house. So if you are waiting and interest rates, let's just say hypothetically do go to five percent. Then now you've got this flood of buyers coming back in the market, and now you've got a lot more competition, and you you're going to have a lot of less chance of being able to negotiate for your your benefit. I got another one. So if I'm, I'm if I'm a buyer, if I'm a buyer, and what are all the boxes I want to check that means I got a fantastic deal? Like I got closing costs, or I got this, or I got what? Would it be like, man, if you could get all these things. Dude, you're winning. Bro, so you just mentioned one of them. So you, you nailed it. Good job on that, LJ. Closing costs. A couple, you know, six months ago, people weren't even getting closing costs out. And now I tell my buyers, like I've sat down with a couple of them uh, in the last, uh, what, two and a half weeks. And I said, how long does it t- take for you to save about, save about $12,000? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that'd take me like three years. Cool. Well, guess what? If we're buying now, I can roll the seller's closing cost or I can get them to pay for your closing costs and get them to pay for that twelve thousand dollars. You don't need any of it now. You now you can buy your home. How cool now, is that? Now, and, now, is, and there's something else. Is there but go ahead. Is there something well, no, else also well, that I, if I was a buyer, that's what I was leading to. Oh yeah, ahead, lower Jacob, price. Well, lower price, more uh repairs being done. Guys, right. we just had one of uh but we had a buyer strong arm us to repair a repair that we didn't want to do and my clients had never had a problem with the house, but we had professionals say it could be a, a potential problem. Now we had to pay for that repair, or at least give credit for it because we didn't want to piss these buyers off and because we know there's very limited buyers out there. So that's exactly right. So right, let me ask you this. So I got two questions. But first off, you're talking about, so I, you, first off, you sold my home in uh, record time for being COVID because you sold my home in, in COVID during COVID. So I do appreciate your service. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the San Antonio area, greater uh-huh. area, Exposed Homes is the way to go. Um, Bogsy and Cupcake will take care of you. Um, they answer my phone calls day or night. This dude even bring me beer when I ain't this. So, I don't know about uh, nights, but <laughs> let's call that one down. But, but yeah. um, so <laughs> I don't remember because I think when I closed in my house, the buyers wanted some closing costs covered, and I think so. I, my question is, when the buyer or the seller is cl- covering the closing costs, I think that came out of my equity, right? How does that work? Just so say like I do want to sell, I'm going to portray the devil's advocate. So where does that money come from? Yeah, yeah. I so think, it, I don't think I actually paid that out of pocket. It comes from your net. So you have what you owe in your mortgage, and then what title closing fees are, and then realtor commissions because the seller is the one paying for them. Which we can talk about that big gigantic real estate lawsuit too, which we probably should talk about that because it's huge. It's going to set changes across the country. But Steve-O, it's you paying off your mortgage, paying all the title fees, closing fees. And then any extras that the buyer needed up to a certain percentage is allowed. So if they have an FHA loan, you, the seller, can give them up to six percent of that loan of that sales price. Um, I'm sorry, the loan balance or the, the loan amount it towards closing costs. 
Okay. So that's a big deal. So it, then you just get a check or a wire from the bank or from the title company after all that's taken out. That's how that right, works. Right, right. Yeah. So my second question is, okay, so we we know what to, what to do if, uh, you know, what the things to look for if we want to buy a home. But here's my thing. I am me. I'm a young, I'm a younger person. I have really good credit, but like I would be hesitant even right now, even with what you're saying to buy a house with these high interest rates because I know it's going to be more expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So what would you say to somebody outside of the things we just talked about, like getting a good deal and all that stuff? What would you say if you met a new client and like, oh, I don't know, the interest rates are just too high right now? Yeah. And we've already met a couple, a couple of years. You can refinance or like, I mean, that's kind of yeah. where I'm getting at. So like, what would you say to those, those people that are hesitant right now? So what's funny is when the rates went way up, we saw a lot of lenders throwing out this whole, Hey, you'll re- we'll refinance you for free. You know, no, no worries. Well, then they weren't putting caps on that time limit. And I'm like, you guys are making false promises because you don't know what the future holds in five years. So maybe it takes five years. Right. But yes, the whole idea is that the refi is a possibility. Now it gets a little sticky too. And this is what realtors just, you, you got to get with an agent that can see the whole chess field and not just one move, right? There's a lot of realtors that are just looking at one move and they move their queen and then bam, they just got hit by, by a freaking pawn because they didn't see what's coming. So the point, what I'm saying is that, yes, you if you're going out there promising your clients, hey, you can refinance. So the whole uh, it's it's a phrase in real estate called "marry the house, date the rate." <laughs> I like that. So you're like buying that. the house, you're committed to the house, but then now that you have the house, the only thing you got to worry about is being able to refinance when you want to when the rates change, and that's true. You can do that depending on your equity position. Or you're coming out of pocket for more money. Now it might be worth it at that point because let's say you want to refinance in two years and the market values have just stayed stagnant, right? Let's we'll just say hypothetical interest rates never change. The market pretty much stagnated for two years. You have really no equity. Well, when you refinance, guys, that's going to cost you more money. But some of these lenders will refinance you up to three years. Some now capping it. So for three years, they will pay for everything. They'll say, you know what? No fees, no nothing. No shit. Wow. So that's a big deal. So you just got to know. Okay. And that's, and that's, well, LJ, make sure that they didn't roll it in because that's everything what, what most people our, do. I, I know our payments, our, you know, our payment table never changed. It's still, we had payment, you know, we still had 200 or 300 some odd payments or whatever. It didn't add payments onto the end. It's stuck. Okay. But changes it. And that's why. So this is what the lenders do. And, and we had a, a good buddy of mine, actually, uh, one of my, uh, he's a veteran. A uh, phenomenal guy. He hit me with the same question because what people don't realize is they say, oh, well, the rates just dropped a point. So that changes my monthly payment, but I can keep the same payment if I refinance because what they're doing is they're just charging all their fees into the new loan. So let's just say you owe $260,000 when you're refinanced. Now you owe $280,000, but because of lower interest rate, it breaks the payment even. So you really don't change anything. Well, then, then, then what's the point, right? Or like LJ's, that they might keep your payment the same, but say, hey, you're paying off at an early rate, but they still have closing costs. So you just got to make sure you're looking at that before you you, you sign the dotted line. I think yeah. in the in the in the whole scheme of things, be like, don't you want a house? Don't be a bitch. Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the money. Show me the money. Show me the yeah. money. Yeah, I mean, guys, let, let, let's, let's. But I feel like, how would you say? I, I, that's a very funny joke, right? But I feel like most of the buyers today are the people that are under thirty-five. I would say, 
right? So and that's when the people are scared, man. Like, yeah. I mean, fucking aim. Just a big life choice, man. Yeah. Um, Good point. So, like, I mean, you can like, show me the money, and sometimes you can strong arm people into that. But, like, I think the way to go, like, suppose home does, they walk you through it, right? But hopefully today people are being financially conscious because I know when we were doing, I was like asking so many questions. I was like, kept telling my, because I didn't know Bob's at the time. I was like, hey man, what about this? Yeah. What about this? I'll and forgive like, you because he didn't know me. At the yeah, time. and he was like, no, I was like, I just like, I was like, I just didn't know what to do. And it's like, it's oh no, please. He's like, ask as many questions you want. And I was like, this is nerve wracking. Like, it's a lot because we bought a three hundred thousand dollar home. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Like, right, and that's so, a big deal. Yeah, no, and, you know, and that's I was what... twenty six years old. It's like fuck, dude. I don't know. So. Y'all, I had a seller literally tell me, and he works with the DOD, so I'm never going to say his name on here, but I called, you know, my company's name is Exposed Homes. When I met him, I was telling him what we're going to do for him, help him, and he goes, no shit, this is exactly what he does. We're outside, too, and he looks at me, he goes, hey, man, that sounds all good and all. How are you going to fuck me, Josh? I was like, whoa, like I was thrown back by that. Though. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, I'm he sorry. For government. He's used to it. That's why. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? He goes, no, no, you, you tell me. How are you going to find it? But I tell you what, what I mean? I said, look, I live here in Stillwater Ranch. Like, I, I, my, I'm publicly known. Like, I'm out there everywhere. Like, I stand behind him and do. And he goes, cool. Cause if you don't, I, I'll send a missile to your fucking house. And I go, huh. Okay. And he goes, I know people. And I go, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, that was an interesting uh, listing appointment I had, right? Yeah, so piss that guy off. But I we've think always... he would get along with your brother. Okay. <laughs> Jacob. Oh, uh, no. Oh, damn it. Justin's Hi, Jacob. It looks like Jacob is probably not listening. I reached out to his podcast to see if he wanted to do No, a, he's not. On the podcast. Oh, he didn't want to do that. I know. I'm just kidding. Okay. So I got one more question. I don't yeah. know how long you want to talk about real estate and I can do it all day, but we'll move on. Okay, yeah. So we'll move on. Yeah. One question for me is like, I always wonder, I think we might've mentioned this in the last episode. We talked about real estate, which has been a hot minute now. So I'm glad we're bringing this back up because everybody got to live somewhere, man. Yeah. Actually, I got two questions. My first question, I just thought about this. I wanted to ask it earlier. You said earlier that the house on your block that wasn't selling first, they were lit. They were selling or trying to sell it. And then they had a lease sign up and now they're trying to rent. What is the difference between those two things? Uh, well, leasing and renting are the same things, but oh, what, okay, what you did say lease at one point, and then you said rent, and now they're oh, renting. So I was like, sorry. oh, okay. Now I use that. those interchangeable. Those are interchangeable okay. terms. Same, so you, same thing. What you don't want to see, and, and if if I was so what does it mean buyer, lease to own? Then does that mean? You're, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so let's talk about that real quick. In Texas, bullshit, absolute bullshit. Just be very cautious. Every advertisement you see like that is usually going to end with a seller saying, Hey, LJ, Steve, Hey, how about you rent my house and normal rents 1800, but we're going to bump your rent to 2000. But that extra 200 goes towards the purchase price when you're ready to buy it. Then you're like, Oh, okay. That's sort of like a forced savings towards my purchase later. Not a bad way to go. But then there's all types of stipulations where, oh, if you miss one payment or you're, you're even late one day or whatever, then all of a sudden these are all contracts that the seller can make because Texas doesn't consider that uh, an allowable part of the contract. So they're going to throw that in there because sellers can do whatever they want, right? There's not a judge that can literally rule on that and say, oh, yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely, I mean, you know, and I, I'm not an attorney, so I'm not trying to state real estate law here, but what I'm saying is that it's very sticky and very messy if all of a sudden for three years you've rented for $200 extra a month thinking it's going towards your purchase price. Uh, and all of a sudden he comes like, oh, well, dude, you missed this one month. So it just wiped your whole program free. And none of those payments counted. And you're like, what? Well, how, do you, how, how, do, fire. 
<laughs> right? Yeah, I know. Uh, like, oh, uh, you will fuck somebody now, don't you? Michael right? Scott, hey, uh, yeah. Michael Scott's like, the best. So help me God, I will burn this building to the ground. <laughs> <Michael Scott laughs> good old office reverend. It ain't so. mine now, huh? Yeah. yeah. So you, you said another question real quick. Yes, so I have two. So I know one thing I, I, I was always wondering is like, man, what kind of upgrades, if I do this, will it add add value to my house when I'm trying to sell it? Ultimately, we did end up doing the blinds because you told us to and all this stuff. But what are some common miss like this one miss things that people are like oh well let's buy this they're, they're really the husband's trying to convince the wife like oh let's buy this because it's but oh it's it's like and we're investing in the property it's gonna make the house sell for more my understanding like pools right are not as big as you think they are so if you spend 70 grand in a pool you're not getting 70 grand back right so well, uh, what what is good to invest in in your house and then what and that's actually going to add about pretty close to dollar dollar amount and what not so much i guess okay number one let's start right off because you mentioned something and it just sparked me the anger and fuel just anger and furiousness came out from inside me solar panels number one biggest fuck up if you're a seller do not fall into the trap that hey if you buy solar panels that's an asset of your house like that's a big deal right because solar panels don't get literally any extra value when it comes to an appraiser most appraisers won't give you any adjustment for us you're paying these solar panels for 30 40 50 thousand dollars and all of a sudden you got to go sell your house the buyers are like we're not paying for those what do you mean we're not paying for that well yeah because now i mean why would we want to pay for the solar panels because then if we got paid for the payment and then we stop to pay for utilities because here in san antonio we have a monopoly by the way City Public Service CPS is the only way you can get electricity from, and they mandate you can't recapture a hundred percent of what you take from the solar panels. So you're still going to always have a bill. So your bills might have gone from three hundred to one hundred, but if your monthly payment on your your solar panels are two hundred, you're still pretty much breaking even. And then now you're wanting some other buyer to know taking and you know a, they want to assume another part of that debt. Most buyers don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. Huh. So that's number one. The other thing I see most realtors do that it just absolutely pissed me off because my company does now we front some of these repairs and, and we will partner up with these with sellers too, right? If there's enough equity and they don't have the money, we'll we'll front the repairs. We'll go in and we just say, Hey, you guys give us you guys gotta give us the freedom to do what we know it needs to be done. Cause I've done this for over 20 years as an investor and realtor. I know what we're doing. Well, let me fix it up. Number one is putting them as carpet allowance or flooring allowance right just fix the fucking floors right just fix them and they're like well what if the buyers only like, fix them to something that's neutral it's going to match and usually we like the lvp uh or the uh laminate LVP? floors lvp yeah, yeah it's like a laminate vial vinyl plank so oh. it's like a plank that you put together but it's very durable fake that's wood. What, yeah fake wood and yeah. it looks like a wood floor but it actually is a lot more durable it's waterproof stuff like that's really the laminate's better on that but Long story short, you can do that and it doesn't cost that much money and you're going to see the equity be able to go up and the updates like, you know, just, yeah, I could go on and on with this guys. Cause I've seen okay, a lot so, of Okay. So, but let's, but I guess that's, that's all good. So I guess more like, is the pool really worth it? How, much, so how pool, much you get from that pool, jacuzzi, um, um above uh, ground pools? No swim spas. No hot tubs. No, if it's an, in-ground pool, and I'm, now I'm only talking here in San Antonio because I, I, I don't want to venture until like, everywhere, or Maryland or Paragon or Indianapolis, right? So what I can tell you for San Antonio is that if it's over, it's a, a home valuation of 350 or over, typically you're going to get the value out of it as long as you haven't paid an absorbent amount for the pool. So if you're paying fifty to $70,000 for a pool to be built and it's built right by 
reputable company that's been in business for a while and going to stay in business, you're going to get the value out of it. I mean, you, you will find somebody that wants to pay for it because San Antonio is flipping hot, right? We need to have some kind of relief. So okay. there you go. What about like a sex dungeon or room? <laughs> that is, yes. Yeah, so the, the one like you guys have. I know. I really like that one, by the way. It's really <laughs> Uh, no, we we we've not seen the sex dungeon rooms or the the you know the the, the what do you call it the gimp room? I, I don't know. What that's I know called. you've wa- come across some weird situations <laughs> into some houses. You can't tell me you haven't come across one that has some even just a sex swing hooked up. Oh hell the yeah. or something. I, you guys knew this, right? I was on HTTV. They they uh, put me on one of their episodes, and I forget the name of the damn show now. I'm drawing a blank, but. We had to drive up to Austin, and they filmed me and Norma walking through a house, and we had to. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was pretty was cool. That? It was with my buddy Nolly Williams, a good, a good friend of mine. He was the one that uh, threw my name and let us put, put on there. But yeah, we saw sex swings, all types of crazy shit. So dildos, oh, you yeah. name it. So that's, yeah, that's what that's against my interest. Put that up, by the way. Don't. don't I. I uh, don't I, I'm gonna re- revert back to Michael Scott when they had that that dinner party. It's like, babe, I thought you cleaned up. Oh, <laughs> got the camera out and shit. Like, don't oh, worry, she likes to critique me afterwards. Oh my gosh, that, that was great. Is that the one where Jan had the little TV on the wall and shit? Yeah, no, that was Michael. And goes, yeah, this right here, I can stare at this for hours. Yeah, like, it looks like a 20 inch plasma. TV. 20 inch, and it's got the speakers <laughs> on it. Yeah, and he goes, uh, I got it myself, by the way. <laughs> for us office fans out there, there you go. Yeah. And then b- back to Jacob's, you know, putting bikini girls to come wash the house. Well, I mean, have you ever thought of maybe, you know, when you go and take pictures of the inside of the house, the outside of the house, or do the drone footage, and then just randomly sneaking in a half-naked girl in some of those rooms and stuff, be like, well, look at this room. Then over there is just having to be a crotch shot, you know. Uh, like, oh, hey. like, oh, man, what? this is a nice room. Back when the market like, was so shit, I was like, yeah, this is the one right here. This is the one. <laughs> I used to do some shit, guys. I shit you not. I literally, I, when the market was shit, I was doing funny shit to make our listing stands out. And I kid you not, one realtor that was so hated me so bad would actually take screenshots of what I put on the MLS, mail it to the clients and say, are you okay with your realtor doing this? Blah, blah, blah. Right. And oh, here's Steve. goes again. You just Gosh, started he's... talking. No, this ain't right. I know. See, he's doing this again. A listener, for you know, uh, for y'all don't see uh, the Facebook, Steve-O is walking away from LJ and I again. We are the only guys that are just stable. Yeah, we're sticking it out. Right, we stick it I'll through. I'll pee my pants so. if I got to. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here for the long. I'm I mean, you already got a refill sitting on standby. You got, Hell yeah. you know, you're ready to go I, Ghostbuster. In this after standby. my brother Justin gave me a hard time about it, I ain't going to do that again. <laughs> But yeah, I used to do some crazy shit. Like I'd write in there some really funny descriptions and say like, hey, once you go over the moat with the alligators, make sure to throw your rock over, blah, blah, blah. Like just do stupid stuff and realtors would catch it like, oh, dude, that's funny. And then my house would stand out. And that's what I said. You guys paid me to get your house to stand out. I'm going to make it stand out because realtors are going to see that. Clients are going to see that. Like what? Who? what's this joker talking about? I got him talking about your house. Right. So anyway, yeah. Crazy gotta shit, right? Gotta do. Gotta have fun with it, bro. Gotta right. have fun with it. So mm. you better hurry up though, because I feel like we're about to fall over. Oh yeah, don't fall over. Don't fall over. Well, yeah, he's about to gosh. I damn. know y'all are talking. I heard as soon as all there though. I'm getting long winded. Yeah. No, man. Damn, I just Jake I ran out of alcoholic beverage. So you yeah. know, I had to I'm trying to make one last. That's all I'm gonna go for tonight. 
There you go. Just hey, one beer? Just one. Yeah. Well, the Colts game was on 930 this morning, so I've been drinking since 930 this morning. You've had a long day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Beach pod together. Beach pod. No, I definitely yeah. don't care about that. <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> the wife and I did order some uh, inflatable um, paddle boards today for the for the trip for when we're Ooh. down there, Bogsy. So we'll bring nice. those on the we'll bring those on the boat. Bring those on the boat. Yeah, I can't wait. Yes. So give us some more insight, guys. What are y'all? What are y'all? What are y'all thinking? I mean, I know y'all going to Florida together, right? So let's t- listen to we're, where y'all are so going together. We just happen to be meeting up. Yeah, yeah. We're actually, and, and it's happened literally what almost every year, LJ, for the last four or five years, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we all try um, to meet up. It's can't now, go that long without you know getting a little physical, little, little touch, <laughs> a little little touch. Yeah, we need a little touch. Yeah. Uh, you know, Florida just calls us back, right? My, my dad and, and, and stepmom live there and in Naples. And so we love to go visit them. And then I know LJ and his family would always go to the Keys. And they really enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. So You almost they, always guarantee good weather. We're not going down this far this year. You know, and that was the thing, LJ, because that's right. I think you're going to be blown away when you see the beach quality at – Cause you're, I know you're in uh, Cape for uh, uh, Cape Coral, Cape Coral, uh-huh. Cape Coral, which is very just north of North Naples, where we're going to be at, where my dad's at too. The beaches are just phenomenal, right? Hundred uh, percent better than most beaches you're going to find. Now you guys had a boat, so you guys had did some crazy access with some really cool stuff. Like that's one thing I was jealous of. I never got to do with you guys is ride the boat and go to some of the islands. You could just tie off one of these days. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Down there. One of these days we'll all do it together. Hell yeah. Yeah, you better, you better, right? So yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what we're gonna do. And we just made that trip last moment. So we're gonna be on Marco Island hanging out. So Steve, we're gonna think of you, bro. We'll do the podcast live from the boat, drunk as shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, No, it's probably not gonna happen. I don't want somebody getting in trouble, you know. (laughs) Just kidding, yeah. I'm just telling you, I'm talking about the FA or FC FCC. (laughs) FCC gonna let me beat. Uh, well, guys, uh, the other thing I want to just ask you guys, here's my question, right? This is what I've been str- struggling with. Um, I'm reading a book called Aspire. Okay. Really good book. I know reading books is not exciting stuff, right? But my uncle Roger turned me Well, you hadn't read a good book then. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I do tend to lean towards a lot more informational books like um, like aeronautical books and you know, disaster books, like the big short and all that kind of shit. But I've really liked these self-help books and these inspirational books. Right. So uh, my uncle Roger turned me on this one and he was like, dude, this is a really good book. So I've really enjoyed it. It's called Aspire. It's written by a guy named Frank McKinney. And if you look at him, if you look him up, the dude looks like he looks like some weirdo, man. It's just funny, but he was a big time developer in florida building oceanfront properties he looked like a freaking rock star and um he yeah i won't give you the whole story but i guess what i'm trying to get at is one thing that he's inspired me to look more into my passion is having your personal brand and that's what i wanted to talk to you two about okay. right because i know steve you don't run your own business but you still have your personal band, brand you just right. don't need to use it for business yet but if you did i call it, I call it happiness by steve 
<laughs> Happenings by Steve-O. I love it. LJ is already running in two businesses, right? I mean, he's pretty much running his. Dude. Yeah, he's kind of like, you know what? I'm not doing too good. I'm not doing, I'm not successful enough yet. I'm going to go start my own business. My second exactly. business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's in the you same keep field. all doors open in case there's some Yahoo. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you were let's just keep. I still want to shut you down. Let's let's keep it positive. I know my, yeah, my yeah, voice yeah. hurting we, over here. That's we, we shit. Yeah, yeah no. don't worry. All we gotta say is screw you, Union. That's all we gotta say. Yeah. And, and say not that. let's go, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go, Brandon. <laughs> but so what, your personal brand, right? Mine. I just like that fun. I like to be silly. So, question is to you guys. I I think I feel obligated to try to be the the comic relief when there's bad things that happen and I feel like we share that role i take offense to that i feel you like do we take share offense that role. To that. Okay. i do take offense to that and which is funny because <laughs> why are you taking offense to that what did i do because i mean i mean i uh, i feel like i live that motto too man i'm usually the upbeat and like, let's fucking make a joke yes. out you know i just just saying we share that role in this relationship or you I know. About, I'm talking about with your people. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying with me, but I wasn't saying between us three. Yeah, oh, I thought you like one. us three. I was, like, I was like, hold Cal- up, bro. Like, why you coming at me like down. that, dog? Like, hold Jake up, the snake know, is like, moody hold- tonight. Look at this uh-huh. guy. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> no. Like, so LJ to me, I know he's more of an introvert. You know, it, it takes you a while to get to know him. But I, I don't see LJ being the kind of guy that goes to, let's just say, a funeral. And just starts getting everybody cracking up, or Bro, it's cracking you know, yeah. And and that's I'm more the man. It's not that bad. Quit being a pussy, kind of. <laughs> You're the the hardcore realist. Yeah, I try to you know because I'm just like man, it could be worse. That's yeah. the, that's my more. Amen, I don't usually have a good joke to go you know make them cheer him up, but I'm always just like you know what could be fucking worse. No, what did they say? So that's the thing. I always try to feel somebody's pain from their side have empathy for them and that's why i don't say much and i think that's what i have conflict with that's why i need you to you, you two to help me out with this because like i told cupcake there's a lot of times i have really funny jokes i want to say because shit will be said i'm like oh i gotta say it like and that's why i like sometimes i wish i was a comedian because i could go on stage and then everybody would know okay that's what he does for a living so of course he's gonna fucking make jokes at the worst time but there's sometimes that are like there's it's like a, such a good punchline setup, and I'm like, I'm ready to just hit this fucker out of the park. I'm like, oh, and then I'll have to be reminded. Oh yeah, that's not very nice. Yeah. So, so yeah. So is that acceptable? Yeah, it depends on where you're at, man. My my wife all the time. I'm I'm not right there with you, dude. I'm like, oh my god, and I'll say like she'll see me fidget fidget a little bit. Yeah. Like, don't you dare she knows like she knows what i'm thinking in my head like i'm just ready i'm like oh but they set me up like i can't fucking do it like <laughs> it's a perfect setup i don't know man it depends on the scenario like i really does um i can tell you it just depends on like where you're at because i tell you what on my dad's side of the family my black side of the family the creole side man when when people pass it's creole. a celebration Oh, I yeah. Mean, there's a bunch. I mean, it's a funeral. We all go in, we cry for about 30 minutes, the funeral. And then after that, I mean, it's literally an after party. We call it a celebration. Yeah. It's an after party, man. Everybody brings a potluck. Everybody's bringing food. There's alcohol. And we have, a, like, you know, we, we celebrate the life that brought us together on that day, you know? And it's like, then that's how it should be. Like, yeah. 
I, and that's how I think. I agree. Right? It's like, I don't, I don't want people. I hope when I die, I tell my kids all the time, when I die, you better throw a party. That's what I want to be like, celebrate my life. And mm-hmm. they, I brought all y'all together. Have a good time, you know? And so, but yo, so in my family, on my dad's side, we are cracking jokes at funerals and everything like that. Like it's totally not out of the normal. Um, I, you know, I hate to say it, but if you go to a full white funeral, you know, and where there's a lot of money involved, might, oh, you know, it might not be the best place for oh, it. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> well, there's a lot of money involved. Why is it going to be whites and money? Oh shit! I'm not going to name any names, but I've been to some funerals recently where some of the family and the, the dad died, and then it's it's the whole. It's you can walk in and you just feel the life sucked out of you, and it's like yeah, you can feel the tension because everybody's wondering what am I getting. It's, oh, not like, yeah. it's not like, oh, I'm mourning this person. It's like, hey, what what is going on? What worth my share? And you know, one thing I tell you about my not my grandma and grandpa weren't rich in money, but they were rich in everything else. You know, yeah. and so, y'all want to like, hear my, some shit? Yeah. So come on, Steve O, you brought this out. Let's do this, guys. I Go love ahead. where we're exploring. We're just fucking, <laughs> we're just we're just blasting through new journeys here together. So my grandparents died. On my mom's side and my dad's side too, but my mom's side, and they had a shit ton of money saved up because they were both teachers. They put into their pensions and all this shit, so they saved a bunch of it up. Here's the funny part: I'm gonna laugh at it because I, I have to, right? And I, and this is why I just I want to know what your thoughts are too. So my mom has only one brother, and he's younger than her. So I have an uncle, Mark. Uh, talk about Navy vets. Marky the Navy Mark. Vet. Yeah, so okay. Uncle, Uncle Mark served in the Navy. So um, my Uncle Mark's super, like, very um, – he has no kids, so he's very, like – it's cut, cut in, you know, very black and white. There's no smiling. He's no – it's very hard to see him crack a joke, right? He's a CPA for a living. So anyway, long story short. Well, that, my there's grandpa, an answer right there. I mean – Well, I, yeah, yeah. So, I, not that I live with one or anything like that. <laughs> I just think it's funny, and I got to laugh at my own demise, right? Because I think I want to call it out because, again, this is my humor in me. I want to just fucking make fun of myself. My grandparents had million, uh, uh, over a million some dollars, right? And when they died, they decided to give it as a grant – to any kid that wanted to go to the Manchester College where they went to college together. So instead of an inheritance that me and my brothers might have shared down the lines or whatever, it's now back to the college where now the college decides who gets into college and gets paid for for a couple kids to go to college by my grandpa and grandma. You know, and, and it was one of those things that was like a smack to the face of you're a kid for a minute. You're like, damn, wait a second, everybody else's grandpa parents give them shit, but ours uh when they die some kid that i don't even know gets to go to college that ain't gonna do shit for me. <laughs> i'm just i think it was funny i, I thought that was funny. no i i it's man i'm trying i got a lot of thoughts going through so yes that that oh, is well, wild right but like, here's the thing what you know for a fact is that that money is going to go and help a bunch of kids hmm. go to school and ultimately hopefully say ultimately but hopefully a great opportunity to make America great again, but just make society great again, right? But here's the thing, honestly, too. I feel like if you were truly upset about that as an adult, as a kid, I get it. Dude. I'd be butthurt. I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, anything uh-huh. under. And I'm going to tell you, if that happened to me, I didn't really hit my adult phase probably until about 25, 26, right when I had kids. If, even up to that point, I've been like, what the fuck, grandpa? Like, grandma? Like, what's this money at? Like, this messed up. <laughs> but. 
as an adult now, I can say that if you're still upset about that, then your priorities are not set right in life. Because oh yeah, you know, bro, so, time out, time the fuck out. Know. I'm not upset by it. No, I think oh, it's no, funny. No, 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 no oh, I do too. I'm just oh, saying okay. in general, like if people get caught up in that situation, oh yeah, about yeah, the situation yeah. I was caught up in recently. Well, recently, it's been a couple mm. years now, but. Like if that's what you're so worried about, then yeah, y- your priorities aren't right. You know. Well, so. what it tells me is that you've lived your life basically waiting for somebody to bail you out of your own life. Boom. Right. I need to get themselves a shirt that says "Stop." <laughs> exactly, and not foreclosure. Just stop living like a pussy. Yeah. Live your life every day. That's my <laughs> motto, guys. Live it up and level up. But bitches be bitches. You know? bitches yeah, right. We we do. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hey, are you within arm's distance of Sheree over there? So, no, oh, she's gone. She's the bed. Okay, yeah. she's good. Uh, yeah, no, no, she, uh, she's gone. No, I, that's what I say, guys. I've heard people complain and whine about a lot of things, and I'm always like, then go fucking make me your money or just go make yourself, right? And too many people always want to have excuses about why they're not somewhere in their life and it's usually because somebody else did something it's or, always someone else's problem right and i and i and that's what i'm trying to tell my boys and i, I know we go back we always like to talk about our parenting skills because us as fathers it's very important for us i i i can't stress this enough with my boys all the time when we talk i'm like if you don't go anywhere in your life it's because of you and you alone you are given a god-given skill and a god-given ability to do something amazing in your life. And first and foremost, it starts by helping people. If you can't figure shit out in life and you don't know what you need to do, just go start helping people. Figure out what problems are out there and go start solving them. And then money will become a byproduct of you being good at solving problems. And these kids nowadays are like, well, well, what about me? You know, what it's in it for me? And that's what the, the society has. And I'm like, if you're thinking that route, then it's not going to be good for you. You know, so life is going to be rough if you think that right. Volunteering is, I mean, you hit right there in the head, man. So me and Jill try to volunteer a lot. Like I'm volunteering at church this week, run, run the, the communication board stuff. But we show our kids that we are, even though we do well together and all three of us do well together, it's good to show your kids that, man. It's like, yes, we are, we are very grateful and very uh, blessed. But there are people listening to us, and we are not higher than them by no means. And that's why we are here doing these things, you know. And that's what I tell my kids all the time. I'm like, well, I don't want that, you know. Or sometimes I'll cook dinner, and I cook some badass meals, man. And I don't ever cook anything that I know my kids are absolutely going to dislike. Yeah. I try to tailor a little bit to them. But it's like, oh, well, this got a little bit of carrots in it. It's like, <laughs> you know what? There are kids out there that would be allergic to carrots, and they'll still eat that because they had a meal in two weeks. You know, it's like. Don't come at me like just understand where you're at. You're throwing it up. You're very upset throwing a fit because you don't like these itty bitty carrots. But there's kids out there that would literally kill themselves to eat it just because they want some food in the belly. That's how hard they are. And so it's. I think it's good to. He gets show. deep with his fucking kids. <laughs> well, I do, that. man, because I make. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I'm just like sign me up for that one. I, yeah. I tell my kids all the time, like I'm here to make you a not shitty person. And to make you contribute to society. And that's what I am not sure a person is realizing that you are not the most important thing on this earth. All right. And that's no. when it comes down to I don't like carrots because I put some baby carrots in the meal. And it's like, okay, you can pick them out. You don't have to eat them. But here's the thing. And, I, and that, I, that's, a, you know, that's an expression I get. There's, there's people out there that are allergic to carrots probably and would still eat them because they just, they've been hungry that long, you know? So, but like you were saying, it's good to show people 
it's good to bring you back down to your roots and understand that, hey, man, you think I got a band? Now look at these people that's food bank I'm volunteering for. Or look at these people that are, are, are at church, you know, or whatever it may be that might are just down their luck right now. Like, I mean, everybody, I don't know. No, I'm no, very, dude, you're, I, you're I'm right. like you. I'm a very positive person. It's like, man, it could always, like LJ said, it could always be worse, man. And it's like, and, and I think volunteering is a good way to bring you back and be like, wow, you know what? I am actually pretty blessed. It does pretty it, good. It yeah. does set the kids right. You're right. Because yeah, I'm I'm a cost advocate. He, they've seen my kid, they've seen what he's gone through. Uh we work with the Boysville project every year for the Christmas party. We just bring them all their gifts, right? And the boys, we bring them a part of that. So we want yeah. them to see that. That's so, good. And you're see, right. It does help sort of stabilize right. them. I didn't mean to get a little rant there. I, I think Are it's you good? A, no, not a rant. I think it's a nice little new short segment for you. And you know, I've officially dubbed it to myself as Jacob's parenting moment. Where he has ah, some, there we go. Some, some inspirational because it was even inspirational to me, and you've been parenting less than me. That this next time, I'm even going to record it to have it as a <laughs> short, maybe on our page or just as a TikTok. One of my kids is throwing a fit about not eating something. I'm going to hit pick up and record. I'll be like, There's somebody in this world that die to have that meal. And yep. I already know Liam's going to be like, Well, they can fucking eat it. They eat it. <laughs> but you yeah. know, my eight year old would be like, Well, shit. Call him up. I know he's he's gonna have something <laughs> smart ass to say because I that's uh, the kids I raise are smart asses. Yeah. So I am uh but for you parents out there that we we've, we've gathered from other um shows episodes, episodes, yeah. episodes and yeah. and even as I think as a lot of our audiences, we're just trying to tell you of things we've learned or 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 um experience experience or uh field that we have knowledge in we're trying to let you know that hey these are some things you can do you know it's it's uh this is one of those moments like i said jacob's parenting uh, moment i just and now on if you bring up something like that i'm like hey this is and i gotta give credit to my moments. wife because oh, my kids will come at me and then she'll be but my wife will say jill will say is it really that bad though do you just not like it but is it edible and the kids will sometimes say, yeah, it's like, okay. And that's when I bring it up. Like, look, yeah. there are people out there. And I tell them, I, and half the time I'm like, there are people in other countries. But then I remind myself, there's people in these, this country, kids that haven't had a full meal in two days. It's like, oh, you yeah. are blessed, okay? Just because you don't like fucking apricot. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> why are you going to be apricot? From the apricots, but yeah. I got one kid that did. There's any type of little the fucking carrots or like little carrots or the little corns. I'm like, oh. if that's the and that's another thing I tell my kids too. If that's the if that's the biggest problem you had today, you got a good life. Yep. Half the time, my kids don't complain when it comes to dinner, and the the worst part of your day is that you had some baby carrots in your dinner. By God, you were blessed. I don't want to hear it. Move on. Next, please. That's true. <laughs> no, no, fuck yeah. Well, so, I love it. I'm a parent. Uh, Steve's parenting uh, moment. Sponsored by Charmin toilet paper, Sponsored right? By yeah. Exposed Homes Real Estate. <laughs> yes, Exposed. I, I will um, pay for that. They will expose you your home and yes. in a good way, not expose themselves, but expose them homes. <laughs> so no exposing uh, yourself. I got nothing else. No more parenting tests for me tonight. <laughs> well, I, I got to hear LJ because I know he's got a good joke for us, right? To end this bad boy. I, I like oh, always bringing we closing it up. All right. Oh, we got to close yeah. it up. We got to close yeah. it up. Yeah. I, I would like yeah. to touch on on the whole main subject and all that. I, I really liked how we had this one kind of little short subject and we just spawn into stuff. And I kind of, we try to do that a lot. It just kind of morphs. And I hope every, yeah. the whole audience that we have and the audience that we have that's growing and enjoys that. Yeah. So, um, 
I don't want to jump right into the joke yet because I wanted to get, we've kind of moved away from our own sayings. And then at the end, we, we drop that new one. Mm. But as you know, you're, you're here listening back to LJ, but I like to celebrate every day. Boggs, our main topic, what was, what's yours as usual? It was live it up and level up every live day. Live it up and level it. And, and Mr. Jacob. Stay positive, my friends. Be positive, my friends. Man, okay. thank you so much. So far, a, a great show. And now I will jump right into those those jokes. Mine aren't as sexual as the <laughs> one. I always try to go oh. sexual because that's what interests me. I like sexual shit. But here we go. So, dad joke number one. And I got these off of a TikTok. And I was going to throw them a shout out, but I'll just go ahead and leave it alone for now because I'm not paid for it. So, screw it. Yeah, they so here we go. <laughs> what, yeah, yeah. what did the horse say after it tripped? Oh, uh, nay. <laughs> but he said it's not sexual. So it has nothing to do with this horse's penis. Because no, LJ no, likes to talk about penis. No, just a horse says nay. Like or, oh, my, guy thing? He, he's he's oh, going with the noise. <laughs> once he once he trips. Nay. Yeah. What did the horse say after it tripped? And of course, uh, the horse has to talk. So. Um, okay, so yeah, we're Mr. Ed is is yeah. out there. Mr. Ed tripped. What did he okay. say after he tripped? <laughs> Mr. Ed. Okay, that's God, too. See, uh, that's young too... Generous, I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're showing our age. Okay, uh, LJ, I'm Fred. surprised. Look at that dude. He's yeah. like Mr. Ed. You have to okay, so I'll online. get to it. Uh, so what do we Mr. got? Mr. Ed said, "Help! I phone and I can't giddy up." Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, uh, hell, but I'm falling. Son I can't get up. That's, that is good. Yeah. Okay. okay. That was number two. Right there. Number okay. two. Oh, a twofer. All right. Yeah. What has more lives than a cat? Ooh, what? Apparently, my wife. Oh, nice. Okay. Or maybe husbands. Cats. Yeah. A I'm cat like... has nine lives. So, what has more lives than a cat? A husband that thinks he's right. A smart ass husband, because I know that's me. Smart ass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, here you go. A frog because it croaks every day. Oh, uh, 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 God. Okay, these are good the, dad Those are some good dad jokes. Very yeah. Healthy, there it is. yeah. Very yeah. good dad jokes. I don't like wow. some good, hearty listening. Clean There we right go. Anymore. The audience out there heard those, and I was just like, those are worth like repeating. It. I like it. Well done, he, You know why we call it, and that's why I started that segment, where I say I started, but we started. I really, when I mentioned that, I was like, you know what? Because they're clean, but they're also just, it's like, God, that's so corny, man. It's funny, but it's like, God damn it, that's so corny. That's when you like try it. to keep them clean, and that forces us to try to keep ours clean. Well, no, I'm just I saying, but like, go a little sal. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. those are so corny. It's like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, with that being so said, we get into our our, our our new kind of closer like i said i really enjoyed just as i do every time and i don't need the audience pick up but man we like we like the uptick that we're seeing that's but, right uh very blessed i guess that. i'll lead this off and let's see let's go he was a so go backwards middle oldest youngest middle oldest youngest okay well i'm the oldest oldest yeah that's yeah, so exactly, why you gotta make it that, difficult bro just that's, go oldest just, middle. yeah so we're thought, going backwards i, I thought you know? that was very easy so okay so oh, youngest middle okay. oldest my bad <laughs> so from three minute and a baby mike i'm just trying to yeah. work this out from three minute and a baby mike yeah. don't listen to me do it right this time i've been yeah, do it time. right start right. priorities first where are your bros beers and always cheers <laughs> 